Here, I've already thought of a great intro. Okay. Don't look at me directly when I'm doing this because... <clears throat> I can't look at you directly anyway. We're through fucking Zoom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck off. Okay, here we go. Right. In honour of the uh, the guests in this episode, okay? Welcome to the stupid, sexy podcast. Uh-huh. I've got no more words to this song. So let's just crack on with the stupid, sexy podcast. Way That was... Oh my god. <laughs> Say it, it's so... <sighs> Turn the pod on. Let's record more. <laughs> pod, 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 pod. Anyway. Well, welcome to the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Once again, this is Season 14, Episode 11, Barting Over. <laughs> and as always, you're joined by two hosts. And over there, with her hair up, very sweaty, we're in the middle of a heat wave here in Northern Ireland, is Heather Anderson. And over there with... Without his hair up, without most of his hair, is Alan Irwin. Fuck, you always do what? this. You always attack my hair. Oh, I'm really sorry. Was the 14 rumours you started about me not enough? No, they're not. And we're only getting going, so this is great. We've got like 200 more episodes where I can just rake the piss right out of you. Anyway, so um, <laughs> this is Barding Over, which uh, was billed as the 300th episode. But as we discovered the other week, Heather, is not the 300th it's episode. Not. Actually, the 302nd. Forgery. Don't know why it was billed as the 300. Don't know why it was big I have suspicions lie. about why it was billed as 300. Because of the fucking amount of money they spent on, like, guest voices. That's probably what it was. And yeah. they probably thought there's going to be a spectacular. Yes. So, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second, but do you want me to do the synopsis? I would love and then for you can, to do the synopsis. We get some opinions. Opinions. Okay. Season 14, episode 11, Barting Over. In what is billed as The Simpsons' 300th episode, but actually as its 302nd, Bart discovers an old tape that shows he was a child star in commercials. After learning that all his earnings from the work were squandered by Homer, a furious Bart sues for emancipation, and upon winning the case, moves into his own apartment. There he strikes up a friendship with skating icon Tony Hawk. While Homer is desperate to make amends and repair his relationship with his estranged son, he may have to best Mr. Hawk to do it. Yeah. In a sentence, Heather, how'd you feel? Um, I felt a bit underwhelmed because I really mm. liked the last episode that we did and I was kind of riding off yes. that high. And I feel like I've said this exact sentence before, but oh God, it's a roller coaster of a season. S- sweet, creamy middles coming up. <laughs> there was nothing really wrong with it mm-hmm. as such, but it just was underwhelming. It just didn't Yeah, click. I feel like... Really, I should have loved it because it has everything that I adore in life. Blink-182, Tony Hawk. All things you love. I love small things. <gasps> Miniatures, episode. yes, I do love small things. So, right, we'll just get into it then and see where we are. Yeah. Again, we got almost the full intro. Mm-hmm. Not quite, but near. this is as close as we got. We got, you know, Marge and Maggie beeping the horn mm-hmm. in the car. Which was fun. So the chalkboard gag was Bart writing "I will not" and then taking an axe to the uh, to the chalkboard. Yes. Which presumably was like, "Oh, it's the three hundred episode. Let's do something different." That was fine. It was whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the couch gag was that they were a gingerbread family. Yeah, I wasn't really fussed on the couch gag. No, I mean, week. I thought they would have done something special yeah. because it's the three hundred episode, you know. But nope, just gingerbread. we're made of gingerbread. <laughs> Not my gumdrop buttons. You know the not what he says. Your man on track. Your man. <laughs> Your man 
man. You're gingerbread man. He's a gingerbread man. You're gingerbread man. Yeah. You can't catch your man. He's a gingerbread man. <laughs> so, so it starts with uh, the Kennedy Center Honours, which has a nice slogan, uh, salute them before they die. Yes, I appreciated that sign. And Walter Cronkite's hosting and he introduces the three recipients. So I can't remember who the first one was. The second one is Arthur Miller. Mm-hmm. And then Lisa. <laughs> Who is very happy. What I also like is that um, Walter Cronkite skips away because Lisa knows his yeah, name. Yeah, that was really sweet. Which is very sweet. Uh, but it turns out it's all a dream, of course. It was all a dream. She's not getting a Kennedy Center award. And Marge wakes her up, which this is this was a great line, actually, to start it off. I, I feel like the first five minutes of this episode were great. Yeah, it really set itself up well. Yeah, because like, you had Marge going, well, here's another low-rated annual event. Spring cleaning. Yeah, Marge has been really funny so far. It's been she a real highlight. Has. I like it. Uh, I also enjoyed uh, Homer and the dog dragging their holes on the ground. Yeah. Um, dogs love That's doing that. That's how I imagine you bum. and your sweet pup Arlo get on when you're home alone. Well, I drag my arse on the ground. Yeah, but like in the spirit of spring cleaning, not worms. And I know I'm not insinuating your dog has worms. Um... I just know that... It doesn't? I I, I didn't say that When I was 12, I had worms. It was terrible. What? When I was 12, I got worms off my dog. And it was awful. Did you eat the worms? No. No, they ate my anus. Um, That's so much worse! (laughs) (laughs) No, like, not not like I eat my ass kind of way. You let a dog eat your ass? That is the best rumor I've ever started in my life. (laughs) Alan Irvin let his dog (laughs) eat his ass. Don't! Anyway, so um, they do the spring cleaning and Bart finds a box of old videotapes. Now, here's my, why would you want to watch your parents' sex tape? Like if you saw yeah. and you're like, well, oh, I think this is my parents' sex I tape. I don't know. And sit down with popcorn. The, I think it was like, <sighs> that was weird. But also the whole like, I'm going to traumatize my sister with this. It was like, oh, oh. She's eight. Oof, energy yeah. off the charts, Bart. But also he's 10. Like you guys are too young to be watching yeah. that. How does he but know? But fortunately... Well, I, mean, I mean, I knew what sex was when I was 10. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I remember when I was 11, I found out what up the bum was and I was perturbed. Oh my goodness. I mean, I don't, it didn't happen. I just... <laughs> well, that is it. just around the time you got worms. That's, these two things were not linked. <laughs> so, do you know going to happen now? I know what you're doing. You're dropping in loads of references to worms so that this is uneditable. <laughs> so that I have to leave them all in or the web, the episode makes no sense. <laughs> So then they put on this, and it's an old sitcom. And I liked the, what, you never heard of Flush Dance? Which is just the (laughs) worst line of anything. That's like something to the Big Bang Theory. That's worse than that. Um, Bart's in the ad for babies with bad breath. Baby stinky breath. I do like the idea that a baby's DNA has changed to stop it having bad breath. Yeah. Because if there was a DNA change that meant I never had bad breath ever again, I'd be totally off for that. What if it also changed other things? Like you would never have like bad. You would example. never have bad breath, but it would you, have, you would have something like, like uh, you would always have smelly armpits, and no deodorant would cover. Well, no, because that. No, you see, no, because smelly armpits is worse. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you wouldn't take so, bad breath. Okay, so yeah, so it depends what the other thing is. Give me another one. And um, see, like something more minor, and see your teeth would be made out of slices of onions. No, but that would give me bad breath. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something different. I don't know. <laughs> Bart discovers, basically, that the money is all gone mm-hmm. from his... And he asks why they never told him, and Homer says, I was going to tell you on my deathbed, <laughs> which is nice. I mean, they'll play the long game about it. 
And it turns out that uh, Homer spent all the money on getting some incriminating photos back. And it was basically Michael Jackson hanging his baby off the balcony, but then dropping yeah, it. Yeah, I liked it whenever he says, but if you do it in reverse, I'm a hero. <laughs> so Bart tells Melhouse about he's very sad. And then we get to see Kirk, who is really just a sad divorced dad. Uh, yeah. And I don't like it. I mean... Because when you watch the episode where they divorce... I think they're very careful to make clear. Nobody's the bad guy, really. They're both kind of being awful to each other. Yeah. And she just moves on. It's actually the tale of every breakup, which is the man does much better immediately. But a month later, the woman's much happier without yeah. him and he wants her back. That is just what happens, you know. Um, but poor, he's big, sad, divorced dad. So Bart decides to get himself emancipated. Hallelujah. Uh, like Macaulay Culkin. And he goes to sing. Hallelujah. <laughs> Then he goes to see the Roy Cohn lawyer, yes. who they do this that, not great yeah, joke about his like Hawaiian it, assistant. Yeah. What? Who, um, that was a good impression. Uh, actually, yes. It's like he was in the room. Thanks. And that little boy, <laughs> who nobody liked, corrupt to be Roy Cohn. I can't stop doing that. And now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> it's obviously a reference to something, but I don't know what it is. Anyway, so... What I find very weird as well, so Bart makes an effigy of Homer out of his dinner. Yeah. But what is in that dinner? I could see mash, sausages, and a, and hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, that's... For the for the eyes. So then Roy Cohn lawyer turns up with uh, some crispy bacon to get Homer to take the subpoena. And like I'm with... I, we talked about this last week, I think, or maybe the week before, that bacon's not that great. It's really. not that great. But... Crispy bacon is better. I hate that old pink, shitty bacon you get in like greasy yeah. spoons, you know, where it's not cooked properly. Um, I good. actually have a piece of trivia about that uh, subpoena. Cool. Which is another one of those ones where I've no idea who thought this was necessary in the trivia section of Simpsons Wikipedia. <laughs> but I am very pleased that it's here for us to read. In -hmm. real life, there's no such thing as bacon coming with a subpoena like the lawyer said so. It's assumed that Bart had had told the lawyer off screen to bring the bacon with him because it would make Homer accept it. What the fuck? I know that there's this thing with subpoenas where like they have to put it in your hand. You gotta get served. It's like divorce papers. Yeah. I assume. Like if you don't don't put it in your hand then officially you can say I never received that. But like that is not trivia. That is literally just Homer likes bacon, so yeah. that's probably why there's bacon. That's what I mean. I'm like brilliant. Thanks, lads. Also, we don't need to assume that Homer likes bacon we because know. Homer does fucking like bacon. <laughs> yeah. That's why he takes the subpoena. Oh, um, and then so Bart reveals he wants to be emancipated, and Homer says, "Emancipated? Don't you like being a dude?" <laughs> Doesn't mean anything. I know. Um, and he says, "I wouldn't. You know, I didn't emancipate from my father. I just put him in a shitty home." And then they show Grandpa where his IV bag has run out and his catheter is full, yeah. and the guy just switches the bags and says, see you tomorrow. Oh. But also doesn't... I forgot about this, but I was reading the other day. Grandpa sold his house to pay for the Simpsons house. Yeah. And that's why they, how they repaired him. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's just got... I know he's a crotchety old fuck, like, but veins. that man fought in World War I, as we established. <laughs> Even though he was not tired. Uh, so they go to court. Now, is the judge meant to be Judge Judy? They don't say that. But mm, I think it's based on her. But it's your woman. You know your woman. Um, it's Jane, yeah, Kasmarak, yeah. isn't it? Jane? Oh, I love her so much. Yeah, although I feel like they wasted her a bit. Oh, they wasn't. absolutely did. Also, Gil was the parents' lawyer, mm-hmm. but he, there's no lines. Yeah, there's no, what's the point? That was a bit weird. 
they so the judge rules in favour of Bart and says that um he's gonna have, his income basically is they're gonna garnish Homer's wages mm-hmm. and Homer goes mm, garnish and so my question to you is Heather what's your favourite garnish? Ooh, I really like a good crispy onion. I was gonna say a crispy onion, I love like a, a good tobacco onion. onion, or um, depending on what like the meal is, I like a good like chili flake, or um, mm. I I like coriander. But like I don't, you know, when, I know garnish is a is a wide tent, but like your watercress and all that can fuck no, off. No, no, fuck that shit. Oh, done your chicken fried rice and put a couple of watercress leaves on it. Oh, brilliant, mate! Cheers. I really set it off. I feel like for garnishes, I've been watching too much Master Chef the past week. But like, if you can't eat it and enjoy it, get it the fuck off the plate. Yeah, don't just give me a fucking. Here's a dandelion that I haven't cooked. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we then Bart's moving out. He's got himself a loft apartment. Do you love the apartment? Built out of cement. (laughs) (laughs) He's moving! And we get a cameo from your favourite character. We do. We've been so spoiled with Raphael. Raphael. He's the cab driver and he wants a kiss from Marge. And don't we all? I mean... Hey, Margie, I got a smoochie for you. A shift too far. <laughs> That's funny. Thanks. So Homer runs after him. He's very sad. And I did enjoy that there, there's a man sobbing sign appeared around him because he cried for so long. Yeah. Which was very nice. Now, they then cut to Bart in the loft apartment moving in. And they have a song that they've used before. Mm-hmm. Where it goes like, I'm gonna make it after all. You know, Homer does it, I think, whenever it, and he throws the bowling ball in the air. Is that a song from something, or is that just... I don't know. I think it's just... A Simpsons thing? Maybe. Well, let's... Will we Google it and find out? Sure. Yeah, why not? Why not? I'm gonna make it after all. Oh, no, it is. It's a song. It's a parody of Love Is All Around. What? What's Love Is All Around? I thought Love Is All Around is, you know, I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my I only know that is the... Uh, you don't know what that is? No, I knew that from that advert for the um, chocolate fingers. What do you call them? Cadbury fingers? number one for like 16 weeks. When? To be fair, I think it might have been the year you were born. Yeah, like, I don't remember uh, much from that year, 1994, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, Homer doesn't adjust well to Bart not being there. Uh, so he creates like a stuffed Bart that he wins the World Series with and then electrocutes himself. Which I thought was sort of cute, but it wasn't as good as the B sharps, you know, the metal Homer. Yeah. Where he's like, hey kids, I Yeah. And then <laughs> Bart rings Millhouse and and Millhouse is like, I wish I lived alone, and he gets his mom to bring in Puppy Goo Goo and he goes, Oh, Puppy Goo Goo, fetch me a dream. Which is big Heather's ex-boyfriend energy. Like, I feel like <laughs> all your ex-boyfriends definitely sleep with a stuffed animal and ask them to fetch them dreams. <laughs> Am I wrong? I don't know. Let me text them all and ask them. Oh, Jesus, we'll be here a while. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is only a 30-minute episode, come on. Bart is afraid in the house his own and he ends up, like, there's a weird thing where the lift doesn't go the way he wants it yeah, to. Yeah, which was a thing that I saw because, like, whenever whenever it, like, goes into seeing him scared at night, he's clearly on the top floor of the building and then, like, later on the lift goes up, like, seven floors. Where yeah, to? Yeah, very confusing. Well, it Heaven? goes to Tony Hawk's Heaven is apartment. a half pipe. 
after all. Heaven is a half pipe. Heaven is a half pipe. before a week. Why are you singing that like a like a sprightly Johnny Cash? Least in heaven I can skate. Um, you can so, definitely uh, fit, fit the lyrics of that song and um, hurt. Heaven is a half pipe. <laughs> well, you could do it with Ring of Fire. Heaven is a half pipe and something, something, burn and burn. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're not. We're getting off topic. <laughs> so Tony Hawk shows up. Who, admittedly, at this time, this is like peak Tony Hawk fame. Mm-hmm. This is when loads of people were skating. When Tony Hawk came out for the PlayStation, everybody yeah. loved it. Did you ever skate? No. No, I, I I'm not coordinated enough. But not coolly. They're back, you know. People are fucking motorized scooters all over the place now. Not even motorized scooters, you know, there's razor scooters, and you're like, lads, watch your fucking ankles. I've been through that. Well, there's one of a, there's a guy who, I don't know where he lives, but he lives near me, because I see him all the time, and he comes down, he's probably like mid-twenties, and he always wears a great, like, sweat, you know, sweatpants and, and hoodie, like a tracksuit, but a sweat mm-hmm. tracksuit. And a he's on one of those motorized scooters, and he just, a sweatsuit, that's the word, and he just fucking hoaxes at his balls constantly. Uh, We're like, we get it, mate. That's not why the scooter was motorized, so you could use your hands on your balls? Absolutely. No, that's not why anything was invented. Uh, Keep your hands off your balls, except to check for testicular cancer. That's very important. Thanks for the PSA. Um, <laughs> no problem. Uh, so Homer is very sad, and he hits the bottle as time goes by, plays in the background, which I love that song. I really enjoyed Marge pouring one too many juices. Were you heartbroken for oh, Margie, you don't um, need that much juice. We we kind of brushed over them, but Blink-182 were in the previous scene, and I didn't really Yeah, that's why I was going to say about um, your woman. I can, I can never remember her name. You know the one who voiced the judge? Jane Kasmarak. Jane Kasmarak, yeah. Um, like, if they were going for that whole, like, 90s, 2000s thing, like, she was in fucking Malcolm of the Middle. They could have used her so much more. You know yep. what I mean? And also, I find it weird because I kept thinking that... To- I know that it was Tony Hawk's actual voice, but I kept thinking it was um, the woman who voiced Miss Hoover because they have very, very similar like undertones to their voice. <laughs> I think it's Miss Hoover. It was really, really annoying me because I was like, who does that sound like? I'm Tony Hawk and I have lines. <laughs> so yeah, I just feel like they... they like Blink-182, they had like two lines. Yeah, and they weren't I think great. they had one line each, didn't they? Yeah, pretty much. What a shame. It sucked, I thought. Um, Say it so. so. I do like a bit of Blink. I do. (laughs) (laughs) See, when you do that, though, the way you said it makes me think of Say It Ain't So by Weezer. I mean, the Venn diagram exists. Homer, to become a better parent, uh, raises a bag of sugar, (laughs) which then has a baby in it, which turns out to be Cletus's daughter, Condoleezza Marie. (laughs) What a name. I love that bit with Diabetti. Oh, so oh. funny. Is that what she's called? She's called Diabetti, Diabetti. yeah. Because she's, she's in it loads. She's like a recurring character. She's the doctor she? says, if you eat any more, baby, they're going to come for your foot. That was very funny. Um, oh. And then they, so they go... Sorry, we skipped past what? the whole bit about like, oh, I wish my dad could see this. <laughs> he can. There's a webcam over there. And then they cast oh, a that's blanket. Right. Yes, that's right. That's right. Of all the, the websites of all, I had to click on this. <laughs> So they, they then go to Bart's Loft for dinner. And first of all, Marge tries to give a homeless guy some money to buy a suit and get busy. And he goes, I'll buy a suit oh, of drugs. drugs. <laughs> so they go in. And what I like is they're having TV dinners for tea. 
Because obviously Bart's not cooking. Yeah. But, you know. And Bart decides he's going to go on tour with Tony Hawk and all, right? Um, and then he also reveals that he's got loads of pierced nipples, um, but actually are just stick-ons. But I have to say, like, each to their own, but pierced nipples really freak me out. I feel like they look good in theory, but also I the thought of catching my nipple with a piercing on it on any item of clothing is enough to make me like, oh, that's, no. <laughs> yeah, I, the look freaks me out a wee bit. I just don't like metal. Yeah, nipple, it just freaks me out. Like, I don't have sensitive nipples, but I just have this fear somebody would pull it or something. Yeah. The The festival comes to Springfield. Martin gets a nice unicorn tattoo. And I really enjoyed um, the bullies considering not beating him up because he's been through enough. And then they just beat him up anyway. I love that Martin would sit through the pain of a tattoo being like, paint, I must suffer for my face paint art. You don't have any tattoos, do you? Not yet. Are you going to get some? Probably, I don't know. I'm reckless with everything. Why not my skin? Oh! So... Homer decides the best way to win Bart back is to be totally turbular, essentially, or something. I don't totally tubular. Turbular. Is that not what the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles say? Is turbular? Yeah, that's like turbo. A joke. What? It's like you're seventy three. Fuck off. <laughs> Get with the the teens of yesteryear, Alan. Why are you the way that you are? I don't really. Well, I mean, <laughs> listen back to through the episodes of the pod. You could probably piece it together. Uh, I think you probably can. Yeah. So. Tony Hawk agrees in exchange for losing millions of endorsements. He's going to help Homer out. And I enjoyed him lifting him onto the skateboard because Homer's like, I'm not doing anything here. And then we get a nice reference to the fact that this isn't the 300th episode. When Marge says, how many crazy schemes has your father had? And Lisa says, ah, about 300. Or she says 300, she's got a wee counter. And Marge's like, I could have sworn it was 302. Yeah, I like that. Nice for acknowledging that. Because of the amazing skateboard that can make him do all the tricks anyway, Homer, like, Flies around while smoking a pipe and also considers that he could save money by buying separate nuts and then mixing them at home. Yeah. What's your favourite nut? <laughs> um, Sorry, what, what was the... <laughs> you had a dirty thought there, didn't you? <laughs> Nobody likes testicles. I was talking about cum. Oh, not... Oh, yeah. You're so American. Um, like, that's just an American term. Oh, I would nut on her. Like, nut... It's funny. Um, I am. Qu- I do like quite a lot of nuts. I like walnuts, peanuts, hazelnuts. Fuck up. <laughs> I love a wee cashew. Oh, cashew's good. Actually, cashew is one of the most versatile nuts that there are. You can you're use so them, you can, fucking middle class. You can use it to make like cheese sauces and stuff. If you're vegan or don't want to eat dairy, you boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. They're great in a curry, or as a light snack. Yeah. Are you working for the Cashew Corporation? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to be after this. <laughs> so Tony Hawk is annoyed that he's being shown up by Homer. So they have like a Dragon Ball Z style fight where yeah. they're like... Or whatever. What, I can't remember who wins. Who wins? Homer. Nobody. They're both... Oh, Homer wins. That's right. Because Tony Hawk like falls. Yeah. And, so Homer thinks that beating Tony Hawk is enough and he wants Bart back. And Bart makes the... Rightful point that it's nothing to do with his success or being cool. It's that he doesn't care about him the way that he should. So Homer agrees to do some ads to get the money back. Yeah. Um. And uh, <laughs> they do some. They do. He does a medication that is for people who are bald and impotent. I'm bald and important. <laughs> yeah. And then they cut to this, the ad, and it's Homer on the beach with the hair that he has when he uses Demoxinil or Demox Demoxinil. And then it says possible side effects include loss of scalp and penis. <laughs> I also love that bit where um, Tony Hawk said, you've got to do an emotional 180 Ollie. 
<laughs> that made me laugh a lot. That was, that very was funny. funny. So Homer's very upset that they've labelled him as as you know impotent. Bart says, "Don't worry, nobody'll care about this in fifty years." And then it cuts to Homer's gravestone that says, "Homer Simpson, impotent spokesman," and Nelson laughing at it and hot hacking because he's old. And then that is episode three hundred over. Three hundred over. Um, yeah, yeah, it is over. <laughs> so, how did you find it? Um. Yeah, I feel like it had some really good moments in it. I just, I don't know. I don't think, I still think the actual 300th episode was better. Yeah. The actual the actual 300th one was what, um, it was the Strong Ma- Arms, uh, strong arms Law, of the wasn't Law. it? Yeah, I thought it was it was much better. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ones, you know, you got, it's got a lot of nice ingredients, but for whatever reason, it just didn't make a tasty meal. Yeah, that's a so, good analogy, Alan. I'm going to say three out of five. I can't mark it lower than that because I don't feel like anything was really wrong with it. Yeah, I feel like maybe three and a half because I feel the same way, but it it wasn't as bad as things that I've rated lower, mm-hmm. you know? And like there were definite bits in it that I will reference going ahead. Like I'm going to tell people I need to do emotional 180 all the time from now on. Great. Can't wait for that. Thanks Maybe. a bunch, Tony Hawk. You ball bag. Can't be mean to Tony Hawk. He's lovely. Is he? Yes. I don't know about him. Oh, he's a, oh, he's a he's kind of a sweetheart. He's Canadian, isn't he? I don't fucking know. I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> I didn't even play the games. I don't know. <gasps> um. Oh, he's American. Fuck. <laughs> he's a Californian, is he not? Oh shit! Yeah, I don't know why I thought he was kind of Canadian. Three, three and a half. That is six and a half out of ten. That's a watch it if it's on, but don't. Yeah, it's. I mean, check it out. You know, you're not gonna completely. Yeah. You're not gonna waste. You're gonna your hate time. it, and maybe you'll like it more than we did. So that's really gonna do it this week for the stupid sexy podcast. Now, this is the halfway point of our first season, and in celebration, we're gonna do a bonus episode, which should be with you in a few days. Um, and in that episode, we're gonna just go against the total ethos of the pod and do an episode that one of us likes and that we've seen many many times many many times so heather you're getting first pick which is mm-hmm. very exciting so what are you going to go with 22 short stories about springfield any particular reason because it's just so full of chef kiss moments from well, well, that's, slack jaw oh, that's, that's the uh the steamed hams episode isn't it yeah I know, I always forget about it because it's like the eighth best joke in the episode. Yeah. It's so, like, it's full to the brim with good bits. Well, we're going to be talking about that to that special episode. It won't interrupt the schedule. You'll just get that in a few days, probably. It'll just slip its way in there. Slip its way in, like a like a worm. <laughs> so that's just going to do it for this episode of Stupid Sexy Podcast, in which we covered season 14, episode 11, Partying Over. We'll be back next week. Well, we won't. We'll be back with a special episode, but we'll be back with our regular scheduled programming next week. I've been Alan Irwin. I've been Heather Anderson. And we will see you next time. Keep appreciating all the small things in the meantime. (laughs) Bye. Say bye, Bye. Heather. Bye.